welcome home. My earth name is Bianca, and I am a multidimensional intergalactic being exploring what it means to be human on earth. I am here to share what I've learned from the depths of the shadows to help you remember your true self as a divine being on earth. I will teach you the cheat codes of the matrix, how to heal the ego, and transcend the limitations that we created when we were asleep. Together, we will alchemize and quantify our life to experience greater abundance, fulfillment, and joy in alignment with our soul's purpose. Now let's explore this dream within the dream. Welcome listeners to our soul session today. We have a special guest, um, a former colleague and a special friend. Um, Her name is Kyra Beasley. She is an emotional wellness coach. She teaches single millennial women how to heal from relational wounds in 12 weeks without emotionally spiraling out of control by using her customized high priest method. Interesting. And she has received over 70 testimonials, has co-authored with opportunities for more and has featured in five different uh, publications including Voyage Houston, Anusha, Medium, shout out at um, HTX and Canvas Rebels. So let's welcome Kyra. Kyra, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to see you, hear from you. It's been years, I feel like. I know, I think it's been, we met, what, has it been three, four years back in the sales and marketing company? Uh huh. 2019. Yep. Oh my God. 2019. It's been so long. Completely different people. Totally. Like our lives have taken like completely different like roads and just and it's it's crazy because at that time we both felt like. I know we were both like kind of in the same place like this is our life this is what we're gonna do this is what we're striving for and then it was like you don't tell me nothing. I was gonna climb the corporate ladder. I was gonna earn my six figures. I was gonna be that boss, man. Yes. Life has changed. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Wow. Okay, Kyra, that's so crazy. Yes. So crazy. Okay, so we're gonna start. So, Kyra, because we know that you know our lives have taken different directions, let's kind of give the listeners a little bit about your background, a little bit about you. So, tell me your journey with spirituality. How did how did that transform for you? And what was what would you say was your most profound spiritual experience that led to your transformation? Oh, that is a deep question. So, I've had plenty of experiences, but I'll tell you the one that kind of lit lit it off so I was born into a Christian family they weren't really like heavy churchgoers but I knew like we were Christians it was Jesus Bible that was it I didn't know anything else and as a matter of fact I was you know taught to believe that if there was anything else out there it wasn't better than said religion right Right. so for you know my entire life I went through that and then I got to college now I'm out of state away from family there's no indoctrination. There's no programming. It's just me. Now I have to figure out who I am, who Kyra is outside of what my family has told me or what my peers have told me. I'm having to start over in a whole other state. So, freshman, you know, college, the college freshman machine is all about like parties and like getting lit and like. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm in the 80s. It's Clark Atlanta, Spelman, Morehouse, and I'm just having a good, grand ass time. And 
this tattoo on my shoulder that says child of God in Arabic or Bangladesh or Bengali. That's what it is, Bengali. Okay. So he asked me what it meant and I told him what it meant. And he said, well, how do you know who God is? And I was like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> I was like, well, how do you know who he is? Like, how do you know that you know God is for yourself? And honestly, that really triggered the fuck out of me. So I was like, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I need to go find my friends. And I was getting to go find them. But that really stuck out to me. I was like, damn, I really don't know who God is for myself. Like, I, I know who God is from what they've told me. But I don't know. I've never experienced for myself. So I put that in my back pocket. And I started allowing myself to ask questions. Like, who, what is what is that? What is that? I don't know how to explain that. Or I don't have the capacity to really like put into form into words of what that is. What is spirituality? You started to go down that rabbit hole, it seems like. Yes. It just kind of like, yes. what's this? And then you went and deeper. It was not easy. Because once I found myself going down the rabbit hole, I would be like, no, 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 no. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> oh, I get no, that. No, no, no. We're going to church. <laughs> there was a couple of times where. My sister was like, yes, keep going, keep going. But then the fear come up, came up. It was like, no, 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 no. We're staying right here on the surface. That's it. <laughs> and then I want to say my junior year, um, I couldn't ignore it anymore. I couldn't ignore it. That's when I started learning about, like, the matrix. And, like, I started realizing that life wasn't what it, what it seemed. Like, the party started getting old. The, the being around the celebrities, the land is just nothing but celebrities. Being around the celebrities started getting old. The being around money started getting old. Like it just wasn't the same. And I was like, life has to be more than just go to school, work, pay off your debt, get married, take your kid, retire at fucking 70 when you can't enjoy what you really want to do. Right. I was like, there's got to be more to life. So. Instead of just stopping myself from asking those simple questions, I encourage you. I went down the spiral. I did. I lost my fucking mind. I dropped out my senior year. That's when I met y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's funny because that's who they target. <laughs> that's who they target. So after that whole experience, um, I was still very much questioning everything. Like I wasn't really gun hold on a spiritual path. It was just me questioning myself questioning the world around me, asking, like, what does it mean to be this? What does it mean to have this? And <clears throat> I think the moment when I called you, like, towards the end, mind you, we, I only stayed for six months. This is for the listeners. Stayed for six months. I think by the fourth and fifth month, I called you, and I'm like, y'all good? <laughs> I don't know, girl. Like, I... I totally remember that. Oh my God, I remember that. You called me and you were like, I don't know, like, you know, it's, it sounded like you were almost feeling guilty. Like you wanted to, um, you just weren't sure, but you, you, you felt like it seemed like you were just like, maybe needing like an okay, like I can, like I can do something else. Like this is not what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, just do, I, I totally remember that. Yeah. I called you. I can't remember what happened first. Was it the situation in Miami or after? It may have been after. But long story short, we, I don't want to say no. You know who the manager was. Yeah, yeah. But we had the business trip to Miami, and it fucking sucked because Miami is such a beautiful place, but I did not get to enjoy it because we were doing, you know, our thing yeah. all day. Yeah. So I went, 
me being the fucking free spirit that I thought I was, am I allowed to curse? I'm sorry. Oh, no, girl, man, you better oh, say what you need to say. Don't worry about that. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so we went to Miami. Me being the free spirit that I am, I was like, man, I haven't touched the water. I haven't touched the sand. I want to go. I just want to go. So me and the coworkers and colleagues got up and we went. And I'm just so immersed with the water and my, into my emotions. Like, I'm not even paying attention to where I'm putting my bag at. So I put my bag down thinking that my colleagues are watching it. No, no one's watching it. So I, I'm like, yeah, at the water, like, well, I'm on my gun, good. Oh, it's Five minutes later, why I turned around the bag and gone. <gasps> what? Wow. Everything was in there. And the house that I was staying at, I really didn't trust anybody, so I took my first kit. I took my social security. Mm. I took my Everything was in me. And right then and there, I felt like this spirit saying, oh, okay. You didn't want to listen to us the first time. <laughs> no. Let me show you. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I am surrounded by these leaders do not have, they're not conscious at all. They, they don't have, they don't have the emotional intelligence to really lead me to where I want to, at least now that I know where I want to, at first I didn't, but now that I'm aware of this, I'm giving myself the okay to and I'm starting over because I literally have no choice. Um, so at that time, I got into a relationship with somebody there, and that person was like, hey, you can, you know, you can, of course I'm saying this, oh my God, okay, you can come, like, live with me, and I was okay with that because I did not want to go back home, so I stayed in Atlanta with him, but, okay, let me start over, he asked his grandfather if we could live with him. Okay. My grandfather hated until it was time to get up and move, our, all our stuff out. And grandfather said, oh, I don't think that's okay. Basically backtrack. So that put me back at square one. Boyfriend had a place to stay. I did not. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but thankfully, I had a friend who had a friend that was running her house out for Airbnb. So oh, nice. that was okay. But again, I still didn't have my birth my ID, so I couldn't get a job. Right. So I spent three months really on my ass just waiting to documents back because you know it takes a while you need your social to get you need one to get the other exactly so i was like there was so much shit going on and i felt like that three-month period which is spirit telling me okay now i want you to like sit down and really self-reflect on everything your decisions the trauma the, the your beliefs that you have your biases all of this shit that you that you you know accumulated over the years of your lifespan now i want you to down for three months and get this work. That's so crazy because the same thing happened with me for three months too. It was the same time frame. No I swear, I swear it was three months after I got fired for some stupid shit. Literally three uh -huh. months was, I had, I was literally like, 
completely isolated from the world and I had to like and it wasn't even my choice exactly no right I know I know it was it's a it was a crazy fucking feeling because even though I was surrounded by people I felt so fucking isolated and alone it was like emptiness times 10 like I don't know how else to explain it and not to say I didn't have any suicidal thoughts per se but it was like I don't want to be here on earth anymore I don't want to, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this. Um, <clears throat> so I think that three month span was what really opened my eyes up to my spiritual. That was a long story. <laughs> no, that was, that was great. No, like there were so many, po- a lot of it I didn't know, obviously, but there were some parts that I could relate so much because I went through something very, like very similar. So Wow, that is crazy. Okay, so with that being with that being said, so being that that those three months kind of opened you up, how did you how did you transition or um why did you choose this path of healing for yourself and for others? Um, I think I was always into personal development and I love psychology. I love understanding why the brain works the way it works. And I was actually I didn't go into like psychology I don't know because I got my degree in business marketing but the love I have for like neuroscience understanding why people are the way they are I don't understand why I didn't but anyway I know um, you're my soul sister I know you're my soul sister and I know this for a fact because everything you said I've said 10 times over I swear to God I swear, it's crazy. It's so crazy. All right, so go ahead. So you were into neuroscience, how people think, same thing. Go ahead. Yes, so um, after leaving the marketing world, I remember Jay Shetty said something like, um, people will judge a fish for not being able to climb a tree. Mm. It's not that the fish was incapable, he just wasn't in the right environment. Mm. And that sparked it. I was like, oh, this shit not for me. Business is cool. I can do it if I wanted to. That's not that's not my environment. There, I feel like you have your Gary Vaynerchuk, you have your Grant Cardone, you have all those people. I feel like those are people made for business. While I can do that, that's not not my you know my skill set. My what I'm my general say quad. This that's not yeah. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. The healing, the psychology, the helping people. That's that's my passion. That's what I'm going to do. So after leaving that situation during those three months, I asked him, well, what do you want to do for your life then? Because if it ain't business, then what else? Because that's what you set your life out to do. And I said, well, I like, I like psychology. I like learning about therapy, but also didn't want to go back to school and put myself back. It's more dead. So I was like, well, let me look at life coaching. Let me see how that works. But then also had fears with that because I felt like, Aren't life coaches like scammers a little bit? Because <laughs> 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 I was like, well, because the, the only life coaches I've heard of was like the Tony Robbins, but outside of him and people like him, I've heard of those life coaches who really don't even know what they're talking about. They'll pump your head up, motivate you to get through your, your money, but you ever have no everlasting change. But aside from doing that um, research, I was like, well, if, if it's me and I know my heart is in the right place and I have the right intention, it doesn't really matter what the status quo about life would be. So, so that's one of the reasons why I chose the path of healing because I genuinely loved it and I thought, well, if I'm going to do anything that I 
if I'm gonna work 90% of my life, I'm gonna do it that I love. And that's what that was. That's one reason. Second reason was that I started to look at my family on both sides and I was looking at things that were normalized, not normal. And all of the bullshit that they had to endure and all the pain and all the trauma that they hadn't even looked at themselves. And I did not want to be like that. I remember actually saying to myself at like 14, 15 years old, watching my mom, she's an amazing person, still has her flaws. And I was just sitting here watching her like spiral out of control, watching in her mess, children, still um, healing from her own unprocessing from her mother. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And I was watching similar things with my mother. And I just remember saying, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to like my mom, my grandma, and like completely just keep going with the cycle of having, you know, traumatize my daughters or my whoever. And I was just looking at everybody in my family. I'm, Something has got to give. This nothing is sitting right with this, this is not making sense. So in a way I feel like I chose healing, but healing definitely chose it. <laughs> <laughs> they failed me. Well technically <laughs> you chose it. You definitely chose it. If you think about it, I've I don't know what you think about reincarnation or anything like that, but you definitely chose sure. it before you came and mm-hmm. the whole like your whole life path has led you to rediscover what you chose before coming. So it's yes. just, it's it's like your soul was like, this is the path, this is the alignment. That's why all the things that, you know, connected you to this path of healing was aligned to the things that you love, that you had a passion yes. for. And everything that was not yes. aligned was like, er, that does not feel yeah. right, I am good, I am turning a different way. So yeah, definitely, that's like, that's amazing to hear, to know that, you know, it's very similar. And it seems to be like a common theme with a lot of like star seeds or a lot of individuals that, you know, awaken spiritually to come to an understanding that, you know, everything in life has led them to that point, you know, and then you're like, but it found me, but I found it. Like it was, it's yeah. just like that. It's like that connection. And once it's made, it's like pure magic from there. So Nothing is taking me away from ever. I will say the love of, you know, spirituality and psychology and healing does help because this is not an easy path. It's always the it's hardest. Not, I, I would have gave up a long time ago. Oh, yeah. That three-month that three period that I sat by myself, that should have sent me down like a spiral. It should have taken me the fuck out. It is not easy. I'm telling you, I, I, I honestly have a strong belief that a spiritual path is the hardest path because of what you have yes. to because of what you have to give back and you have to go through the toughest lessons. You have to go through like the darkest roads and, you know, you have to be the one to go through the most to be able to give back the most because that's your mission. Okay. That is your purpose. So, yeah, I know the spiritual path. I'm saying I, I give like praise to everybody who goes down this path and it's always that one person in the family sometimes it's two but it's generally just that one person in the family that just like wakes up and just vibrates at a different level and just like sees like 
this is an illusion this cannot this is not right that is not right like yeah. we need to change something so i yeah, i feel exactly. you there yes i feel you i feel you okay so with that being said let's give our lovely listeners so what would you what would be your three top tips okay because i know you're an emotional wellness coach mm-hmm. what, what would be your three top tips that you would love to give someone who's listening to this that is on who have started their path or is on their path of self-healing the first one i would say is self-compassion this is not the time to judge yourself it's not the time to be part of yourself it's not the time to say oh you're sleeping you should be working this is not the time to be having toxic productivity thinking that if you're more productive you're not wasting your time when Really, people are productive most of the time because they don't want to deal with what's going on, on the inside. They're like, still be productive, yes, but don't let that be the reason why you don't want to turn inward. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So, definitely have self-compassion. Like, if you want to rest, give yourself permission to rest. Because sometimes our ancestors did not have that permission. They didn't get that chance. So give yourself time to rest. Give yourself time to grieve, to really feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Let that shit the fuck out because you don't want it to tear you out from the inside out. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Definitely. Definitely. Get that out. That's one. So self-compassion. Two, I would say there are always going to be preachers, counselors, therapists, coaches, healers. They're, they're always going to be there. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, this is your journey. And spirituality and healing is not an echo for you to repeat someone's journey. It's yours. So if your journey looks different, it's okay. And it's supposed to. It's supposed to look different. Not everybody's journey is gonna look the same. And yeah, that's two. And then three. Can I say? Um get moving. Oh yes. Um, Get moving. Yes. Those three months, I wasn't the most active person the first month, but after a while, I was like enduring so much emotion. I was like, I have to let some of this shit out because this is getting out of hand. Like, I need to go run. I need to go walk. I need to go swim. I I think I swam the most those three months, and it was an amazing feeling just to be immersed in water. Like, there's something about water that made me feel so, like, I felt like I was back in my mom's womb. Almost. If I would, would remember, that's what it felt like being immersed in, in the water. So I would say, get fucking moving. Get go to the park. Put your feet on the grass. Like really immerse yourself in nature and like get moving. Because one thing I learned about trauma is that trauma is not always what happens to you. Is what happens inside of the body as a result of what happens to you. So if we put ourselves back into those situations that trigger so much out of us. We're gonna feel it in our body. Our limbs are gonna get warm. I don't know about you, but my heart starts racing. My limbs get warm. They get hot. I get um, hot. Like I could my feel my ears. Yes, my fingers get numb. Uh, I feel this immediate rush to my arms and legs because you know, once we experience that, it's almost like our body's defense mechanism is to fight or flight, whatever it is for you. But for me, it's fight. So automatically, the energy goes straight to the to the arms and the legs right. that leave the important parts of the body that need to post. But if it stays there and you're not able to express that emotion, then automatically 
your body's kind of <clears throat> fighting against itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in order to get our nervous system back in regulation, we have to be able to release it, which is getting to move. Even if it's just dancing, whatever, just get moving. Don't sit there. Get moving. So those are my top three tips. Nice, nice. I definitely, definitely agree. All those three points are so important. To be kind to yourself, to get moving. And if you don't mind me, what's the second point? It was open passion, get moving, and... Well, if you listeners just kind of replay, go back, you guys will be able to get the three points. But those are awesome. Those are awesome, honestly. Um, well, basically, your spiritual journey is going to look different. Oh, yes. Yes. And everybody's path is different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So what is one thing that you would tell your 14-year-old self right now? You know what? I just had a, <laughs> had a conversation about this yesterday, how... The inner child wants love and peace, but the inner teen, she wants revenge. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to knock a couple heads against the washer and the dryer. <laughs> That's what I tell her. Um, I would tell her that not to take anything that other people personal. Don't internalize it because they have their own wounds that they haven't dealt with. And you being the light that you are, it's easy to project that onto you. It's easy to take it out on you. And that other people's behaviors, have it doesn't say anything about you. Because I, I internalized a lot at that age. And I it really affected my self-esteem, which was already low to begin with. But that teenage phase is like really weird. For me, at least. It was really weird. So I was really questioning myself, my, my self-esteem, my worthiness, my value my value um that was the first time I had a boyfriend so and dealing with like chronic cheating all the time like it was a lot I put up with so much and I just wish somebody would have told her it's not you it has nothing to do with you and I want you to know your worth you don't have to put up with that you don't there's a lot of angry miserable you know depressed people and have still have compassion for him because they have their own wounds that they haven't dealt with. But also, you don't have to take that. You don't have to accept that. Yeah, that's how I wish I would have That is beautiful. That is so, so beautiful. I wish somebody would have told me that at that age because that was between 14 and 16 were the hardest years of my life for me yes. growing up. I know it's something about those years, but it's obviously on purpose. Um, okay, yes. so... What are what are you offering at the moment to help support our listeners on their healing journey? Okay, so um, I am offering a one-on-one coaching program called the Self Healers Initiation, um, and it's basically exactly what it sounds like. I teach people how to heal themselves from relational wounds, and within that program, I teach them how to communicate effectively without you know fighting, getting in defense mode, to where you know because sometimes you get so intense with emotions that you lose the message and the delivery. So I teach people how to communicate, how to heal the nervous system, because that's where a lot of our trauma is stored in the body. So you can very much heal the mind and say, hey, I'm over this, but your body doesn't think that. So healing the body um, is teaching people that to come back home to them to themselves, because this life can, you know, rip you away from your, your spirit if you're not conscious 
So I offer a 12-week program, and I'm, I'm actually taking on calls today. I have an appointment at 5 to see if this person is going to be a good fit. We're going to be a good, good fit for each other, so I'm actually taking on calls now. So, yeah, um, I'll be happy to take on more clients. I'm, I'm actually loving this. Absolutely. Okay, so for you listeners, we're going to go ahead and put all of the information, how, um, how they can contact you. We're going to put all of that in the show notes. Um, so that you guys can reach out to her. Um, and then where they, where can they find and connect with you? Like, what are your social media handles? Okay. Um, on TikTok, it's the Healing Mogul, P-H-E-H-E-A-L-I-N-G-M-O-G-U-L. Instagram is the same thing. YouTube is the same thing. Um, Facebook is Kyra the Healer. Yeah, Kyra the Healer. And I believe that is all. So TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Perfect. All right. So we're also going to include that in the show notes as well in case you guys missed that. And then this is just a little fun question. And I always want to start. Now, being that you're my very first um, podcast, like, like, uh, mm-hmm. like interview, basically, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to make this fun. Who would you say is your goddess archetype? <laughs> yes. Persephone. Persephone. Oh my God, Kyra, Kyra! I swear to you. Okay, so there's this app. Okay, uh-huh. there's this app called Goddess, and uh-huh. it's uh, when you first open the app, you are able to take like a like a like an archetype quiz. And that's what came up. And it's been so prominent. Yes, I'm not even kidding. It's been so prominent in my entire life. Persephone, the entire time. So when you just said that, it's like, (laughs) We are the same God as mother. No, but I love Kali Ma. I love Sekhmet. I love Oya. I love all those goddesses. But me and Persephone is like, Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Kyra. Thank you so much for coming. It was so nice to catch up with you. No, it was nice catching up with you. I enjoyed this interview. It felt so seamless and like effortless. I loved it. Yes. And that's honestly, that's how I wanted it to be because, you know, the whole point of this is to open our hearts and be vulnerable and be be able to just express ourselves in the most authentic way and you showing up in your fullest expression is all I asked for and you did just that so thank you so much for showing up for me and our listeners thank you thank you thank you I appreciate you yes you're very (laughs) welcome okay thank you a deep deep thank you for pressing play and co-creating this moment together If today's message resonated with you, please leave a five-star written review and share it for others to also experience quantum alchemy. Together, we are exploring the highest of timelines, and the destination is unconditional love. Until next time, much love.